Hey there, do you dream of escaping into a book? Maybe your escape includes a cozy cabin in the mountains or a magical town along the coast. Either way, you're in the right place. Welcome to Literary Escapes with me, Becky. This year on the podcast, we're exploring the United States. So every week I'm gonna bring you a new book set in a different state. So let's see where we're going today. So Jen, how are you? Welcome. Thank you. I am good. It's so good to meet you. How are it's, you? I am great. Um, it's chilly down here in Florida today. So, is it? <laughs> which is funny to I'm... say. I mean, it's in the fifties, so oh. we're breaking out the Uggs and the jackets. So, you know. <laughs> I in Wyoming we wear we like don't even wear jackets when it's fifty <laughs> degrees. Like you know, yeah, we 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 often get into like the negative fifteen ish. So. I can't even imagine. Oi. <laughs> I cannot it's even a, imagine. It's a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so we are traveling through the United States through our books this year. I love it. And you are Wyoming. Yes. And so do yes. you live in Wyoming? I do. Oh, I that's do. so, I love, many, many years ago, I used to, Wyoming used to be part of my sales territory and I loved it when I could go up there. It's such a beautiful state. It, it really is and it's I mean we're the least populated state in the U.S. so wow. not some, some people don't remember that we actually exist <laughs> <laughs> and I I think it, it is kind of funny Wyoming people have such state pride we love our state and it is bitter cold and windy and but we love it yeah <laughs> and I think my first um I think my first like 12 books, I don't know if it's that many. I'm like going to get a mixed up. I have 20 now and it's, I, I can't keep track, but um, like my first 10 to 12 take place in Wyoming because I just, I love it here. I know it. And so it feels easy to write about. I can understand that. Yeah. That is so cool. So how long have you lived in Wyoming? My entire life. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh. Yes. That's awesome. I, you know, sometimes I'm like, I like, let's go venture out. Let's go somewhere else. But I want to be able to come back. <laughs> yeah. I, so. most people only think of, um, the national parks or national, you know, yeah. so Yellowstone or the TV yep. show. Um, but there's a lot more to the state than just Yellowstone or a TV show. Yeah. And so, yes, but Yellowstone has kind of put us on the map. People are like starting to know that we do exist. Now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not just on your way to Montana or something. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. We have Yellowstone is pretty famous and then, well, very famous. And then Jackson, Wyoming, people a, like out of staters call it Jackson Hole. Um, we don't call it that. We just call it Jackson. But um, oh, that's funny. But, okay. Yeah, it's it's a big um, tourist town, and mm -hmm. people like to see there. And we even have. Uh, have you ever heard of Devil's Tower? I have not heard of Devil's Tower. It's a pretty cool thing. If you're ever in Wyoming, it's near. Like if you ever go to Mount Rushmore, okay, um, it's fairly close to Mount Rushmore. So um, you could you know add that in to your trip. But it's okay. just this enormous rock formation, and there's like an old tell around it about an Indian girl who was being chased by a bear oh and she climbs up the mountain and is on top of this it's like a flat top 
Okay. And then the sides, the sides look like a bear um, has been like clawing, clawing up. The, yeah. And so wow. that's the, that's the tell that she found refuge on top of this um, great big formation and the bear clawed all around it. So it's what a, a really cool, cool story. It's, yeah. It's an, it's a neat place to go. So awesome. Very cool. Yeah. And so how did you become an author? So I, I am, I've always been writing always. Um, I second grade, Mrs. Welling went around the classroom and said, what are you going to be when you grow up? And I said, I'm going to be a writer. <laughs> and I just really believed that I would. And then I, um, I just, I got into education. And so I, I studied education. Um, I had a few children and I stayed home with them and I kind of put writing to the side for a while. Um, and I had this story in my head for years and um, I called it Am I 30 Yet? It was a little romantic comedy about a girl who was turning 30 and not where she wanted to be in life. And she was <laughs> turning the dreaded 30. Um, and so the year I turned 30, I wrote that book. And oh, how cool. Yeah, it was fun. And then I wrote two more books and they just sat in my laptop. I didn't know what to do with them. I was this little girl who still loved to write, but I, you know, was a little older, but I still loved, I still had that passion, but I didn't know what to do with any of yeah. my stories. Yeah. And, uh, and then a few years passed and I went to a writer's conference in Las Vegas and, um, that 20 I, books. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I just had the three in my, uh, no, the oh, conference, what conference? conference. Yeah. Um, it was not 20 books, but I cannot remember the name of it. And I just, uh, I met my first publisher there. So I'm currently an indie author. That is the route I, um, I decided to leave my publisher in like 2018. Okay. And, um, but that was, uh, where I met my publisher and where I learned a lot of things and gained a lot of, um, confidence, I guess. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, it, it was really good for me. It's scary putting your stories out there though, isn't it? It is. It yeah. really is. I, this is like, this is probably a crude way to describe it, but I always said, I feel like, like I'm naked in a trench coat and ready to like about to flash people because, because I just, <laughs> it was so scary. All these uh, thoughts and ideas and things in my head, other people were about to know them and it felt really scary. Yeah. Like I was just exposing myself to the world. That's, I feel like it's like my baby and it's grown up, you know, by the time it's published, it's a, it's grown up young adult and you have to let it like live its own life. And yes, that totally. also is really hard. So it is. Yeah. Yes. You have to let them go out into the world and be judged. <laughs> exactly. And make their own mistakes. Yes. yes. <laughs> Even though they're I yours, but yeah. Yes. And I feel that way too. I call them my, my book babes, like yep. my book babies, like here's a new book baby and be nice to her. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you write romance, but several different subgenres of romance, right? I do. The last, um, the last year I have focused on romantic comedy and um, all of my books are considered closed door, um, I like to write things that my mother-in-law and my daughter can read and I'm okay with. Yeah. Um, so I, I can feel good about it. Um, but I do have, um, I have 
like on the close to like the women's fiction line of, of books. Those were my first couple. Um, and then I do have um, four young adult um, books. Um, and then just some like some drama. I do have one that's kind of on the mystery side, all romance, but um, also, you know, with those little subgenres. Yeah. Um, and then my last, my last five, six have been uh, romantic comedy. I'm, to, I'm looking up at my books. To see. Well, it's, it's funny because you kind of, I, I mean, some people are amazing about like picking a genre of like romantic suspense or rom-com or whatever, and they just stay there their whole yeah. career, which is amazing. But I can understand why an author would want to hop around. I mean, these different stories come, come into your brain. What do you do with them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's so, fun. I always have a love story in my head, but sometimes it takes a different route. So yeah. 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 I like that. Um, so you had um, the book that we're sharing today is Knowing Amelia. Yes. And is that one of your romantic suspense ones? So um, it's not suspense. Um, it has a little bit of mystery trick to it. Okay. Um, yeah. It's got a, it has a, like, I feel like it's funny. It has a little bit of comedy, but it's not really considered a romantic comedy. Okay. It's more of just, um, just maybe a drama that okay. it has a little bit of mystery. It's one of my most favorite books I've ever written. I just ah, you should awesome. have favorites, but I really do just I just love this book so much. I feel like a lot of my heart and soul went into this story. So nice. So tell me about it. Um so this book is called Knowing Amelia, but it is about um Amelia's granddaughter, who is Olivia. Okay. And um Olivia and Amelia, Amelia's kind of been estranged from her family, her son and his kids. She hasn't really had a relationship with them. So um, Olivia has um, not very many memories of her grandmother, Amelia. She has a memory of going to her house when her grandfather died. Okay. And she's a little girl. She's 11. And she's a, she's a book girl. She loves her books. So she brings her books. They're like her friends. They give her comfort. And she ends up spending an afternoon alone in Amelia's house with Amelia. And she just describes her as this grumpy old woman who she doesn't know very well, right? She, this is like the first time she's really meeting her in person. She just doesn't know her well. She's just this grumpy old woman. Why is she so grumpy? Her husband just died. She hasn't even cried. Like she, so she's just trying to hide away and read her books. She just doesn't want to have anything to do with Amelia and her books at one point are downstairs and she's upstairs in the house. So she sneaks down to go get her books and she's trying to be really quiet because she does not want to alert Amelia that she is around. Exactly. And, <laughs> and she hears, um, crying um. and she hears like a funny moaning cry from the dining room. And so she, she just, she's like, it's like a spider that my brother has squished. I, it's disgusting and gross, but I have to look like, I have to go see what it is. So she sneaks around the corner to see her grandmother who is sitting on the ground. There's a, there's like a wooden floor and one of the planks from the wooden floor is removed and the grandmother is crying and she's saying the name Seth over and over and over again. And Olivia says, finally, my grumpy grandmother is crying. Her husband has died. Only my grandfather's name is not Seth. So you 
you find out when Olivia is just this young girl that her grandmother has this great big secret and she doesn't know what it is. Right. Um, but she um, feels a little compassion for her grandmother in that moment. And so then the next chapter, Olivia is grown and um, she learns that her grandmother has died. She hasn't seen her since. Oh, wow. And Amelia dies and she decides she's going to go discover what Amelia's secret is. So, and who Seth is. So she goes back to this little tiny town in Wyoming. Okay. It's called Matitsi, Wyoming, which is a real town. Oh, okay. (laughs) And uh, she um, goes there to dig up the floorboards um, to see what her grandmother had hidden. looking at, yeah. And when she gets there, she sees that the house has been carpeted (laughs) and she she doesn't know what to do with it um and there's a cute little next door neighbor who didn't know Amelia and love Amelia and um so they they become friends and uh that turns into more and it's just it's just a fun story of discovering herself and discovering who her grandmother is awesome that sounds like a really good one it is a good one. <laughs> and so it is part of a series, right? Yes. Yeah, so I originally, um, I wrote that book and then I, my publisher, my, my initial publisher, I originally published it. And then when I decided to leave, um, I asked for the rights back to my, to my three books that they had published and, um, they were very gracious. I was, I was super nervous and prepared to have my lawyer friend help me. And they were actually very gracious. And, oh, nice. Um, and said, uh, they, um, anyway, they gave me my rights back to my books. And so I was able to do a little rebranding and recovering for that one. So I, I have put it out since, um, again, a little bit new. And so it kind of sat as a standalone for a couple of years. And then when I got the rights back, I decided I, I wanted to add to this story. So Olivia has two siblings and I wanted to give them a story. Okay. So they each have a book. And then I also had um, this story in my head of the, the male main character in that book, the little next door neighbor that I talked about. His name is Logan. Um, and his parents are just a little blip in the book. They passed away in Knowing Amelia. And I really wanted to give them a story. So I did a little prequel. It's just a little novella prequel for them. Um, but it's fun because Amelia lives next door to them. And so she is, she's alive and she's younger and she's in this. So you get to know Amelia yourself in that one. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. How fun. That sounds like a good one. And so what are you working on now? Writing wise. So right now I'm working on a new uh, romantic comedy series. Um, The series is called another Bailey brother. Uh, my first the first one in the series I'm so excited for it it is just such a fun book and I have just tried to like craft these characters so that I feel like they're my friends they're just I just know (laughs) them and who they are yeah so the first book is called Levi Bailey has butterflies and it comes out this Friday so that's exciting yeah it's very exciting okay and um, so I've been working on that. And then I've also been writing the second book in the series, nice. which is called Miles Bailey Needs Advice. So <laughs> how fun. I like your titles. I, I think you do a good job with your titles. <laughs> Thank you. They're very Thank intriguing. You. So <laughs> titling is hard. It's a big it deal. is hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, and there's, 
more to it than just throwing some words together. But yeah, I yes. think that's a lot of fun. So in all of your books, what do you think is kind of the common denominators? Um, definitely um, heart. I just, I think that um, I, I I write love stories. That is what I write. All of my books have a love story and they're all going to be closed door. Um, but I, I just feel like uh, heart and love is so important, but just like loving yourself and yeah. um, having characters who have um, just are just good people and they have big hearts and they want to do um, what's right and good things. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like all of my books have even um, like I, I wrote this book and it's one of my favorite books. It's called Surviving Emma. Okay. Um, so Surviving Emma, she is intensely grumpy she's but it's because she's had this really difficult life and um the male main character in that he is just he just has so much heart and he sees her goodness and he sees what she can be rather than this really hard shell of a person and that is what I love most about that book a lot of people people either love that book or they really hate Emma because she's so hard yeah she I to me she just feels so real she just she grew up with an alcoholic father and a mother who left she became a teenage mother she just has a hard life and it's given her this hard shell but she's not a bad person she insanely loves her daughter she just is like surviving one yeah. day at a time and he sees that she has goodness in her and he sees her heart and that's uh -huh. sorry I feel like I go off on tangents but that that's is okay what I, feel I like love that they have heart that's awesome and your heroes all seem to be kind of good guys is that yeah there's um even Levi Bailey he is grumpy he's a grumpy sunshine but he's uh he's more grumpy out of almost necessity he's like the protector of his family his mom has been sick his his dad left so he's like taking care of younger siblings his whole life so he kind of has like this he's like has a gruffer exterior he's nowhere near Emma but he's yeah like this, this gruffer exterior but so but it's because of how much he loves his family and how much he wants to protect and take care oh that's nice I like that oh so, yeah for sure. One of the terms that you used in your, um, I think it was on Amazon. I saw it is cinnamon roll heroes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that term. And I mean, I love cinnamon rolls, but I like cinnamon roll heroes too. <laughs> so explain in case somebody has not heard the term or doesn't really know what it means. What is a cinnamon roll hero? A cinnamon roll hero is just I think of like a, my mom used to make these great big beautiful cinnamon rolls and they were kind of crusty on the outside and ooey gooey on the inside right so just uh, a cinnamon roll hero is someone strong someone handsome <laughs> and someone who is just a softy on the inside and just a, just a lover I like that <laughs> good good definition up there so <laughs> I like that well, Jen, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a lot of fun talking to you and talking about your books and how you became an author. And thank you for being part of our book club this year. I'm so happy to be. It's going to be so much fun. So thank you for letting me. 
My pleasure. Thanks for joining me today. If you'd like to be part of the Read Across the U.S. Book Club, I'd love to have you join us. There is a link in the show notes. So just head down there and click and we will welcome you in. So see you in the book club, I hope. Have a great day and we'll see you next week with a new episode.